everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about losing weight is fun. Right? That's the reason you want to do it. And so often we forget about that. You know, we forget that we're doing this because it's more fun. And we get focused on the process of having to cut all the food down or exercise a lot and change everything we're doing. And we start thinking it sucks. And so it's important that you keep focusing on how much better it is, not just to lose weight, but to be the person you want to be, to eat healthier, to have more control over your eating, to live healthier, to sleep more, to hydrate, to be more relaxed, to nourish your body, to move more, to live, right? To feel alive, to feel happy with yourself. This is the most fun you can have. And again, it really comes down to what are we focusing on? If you keep focusing on the process of changing and, and cutting things out that you like and the difficulties of change and how hard it is, then it's going to seem like it sucks. But if you keep focusing on how amazing it can be when you, again, not only lose the weight, but instantly when you start making a healthy food choice, right? How does it feel to you when you choose the healthy option, when you stop at the first helping, when you say no to the ice cream or the cookies or the sugar, right? How does it feel instantly self-esteem wise, personally, right? To have done that, you feel more empowered. You feel more in control. You feel like a better version of yourself. And so as you start thinking about it this way, you start realizing this is the most fun way that you can possibly live. The enjoyment you get from being in control of having mastery over your behaviors, over your thoughts, over your weight and your health is really the definition of fun. And if you don't think that way, um, you develop that, you know, by constantly asking, is that more fun? And I think you'll find that it is. It feels better. And so again, it's really about focusing on the outcome, not the process initially. And to, to flip that around, you know, just to compare apples to apples, if we want to look at the outcome of losing weight and mastering your weight and being healthier versus the outcome of always eating and being out of control of the eating, is that fun? You know, is it? Is it fun to eat in a way where you feel out of control, where you're not happy with your body, where you're embarrassed, where you don't want to be in pictures, where you never want to get clothes? Like, is that fun? You know, so again, we, we just, we, it's funny how our minds can be, you know, and how we can frame this stuff. So we can say, well, it's not fun to diet. Why? Well, because I'm not getting the fun of eating the food. But if you look at all the fun you're going to get out of having that reality of living that way, of being that version of you, how can you deny that that quality of life is not way more fun than just eating food? I mean, again, I don't know where you come up with this. I'm not telling you it is, but I'm asking you to start thinking, ask those questions and start thinking about it. Because once you ask those questions, and if you do truly convince yourself and believe, you know what? This way of living is way more fun. It's way more enjoyable. Once you start really believing that, it makes the whole process easier. Now, I think it is. You know what I mean? And so if you agree with that, then it means that you've got the truth on your side. You know, that not only will you look better, but this way of living is more fun. It feels better. It feels better to be this version of you. And if you contrast that with just eating, you know, kind of out of control, having no control over the eating or what you're doing or how you're living, being unhappy with your body, unhappy with how you look, those few moments of eating don't make up for all that. They, they don't override all that unhappiness that comes from being out of control, being unhappy with your body, you know? So when I say that weight loss is fun, I mean it. I mean it. And what's even more fun than weight loss is weight mastery. You know, really being in control of your weight, mastering it. So you feel like the best version of you where you're happy with how you're eating, how you're living, how you look, how you feel, how you're getting older. Okay. The person you're being. 
And if you don't think that's more fun, then, then again, I, I'm not judging you, but but then get yourself off the hook. Right? You're not trying, you don't want to lose weight then, you know? Um, but if you do think it's more fun, keep reminding yourself of that, okay? Because that's how you make a real fundamental shift in how you think and ultimately the results you're going to get. Remembering that weight loss and weight mastery is really fun, all right? So I hope this helps you out. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them, um, and I hope that helps you out. Rachel, hello. Um, Nux and Leanda are, are bad. Nux and Leanda. Uh are bad dreams part of our subconscious programming? Oof, I don't know. What are dreams? You know, I don't know. I mean, there's just so much, right? What are dreams? It, it's hard to, I don't know. It's got really like a good explanation for what dreams are. Um, there's a theory that dreams are like a way we would practice and get good at skills, you know? Like, like back in the natural world, like we would practice like running away from predators or practice, you know, learning different skills that would help us, you know, once we were awake again. So um, are bad dreams part of our subconscious program? I, I couldn't answer that, you know, probably, you know what I mean? It does seem like, you know, the dreams do have some relation to our lives, obviously. So they're related to it. So um, do they have some of that? I guess I'd have, uh, probably, probably. I took your advice and stopped my prolonged fasting after day five. I feel amazing now. Ah, Ava, all right. I, you're good, you know what I mean? Like it, it's hard. Um, there's no right or wrong. I, I, I really, I appreciate you doing that because it's like, if you can start walking that path where, I'm telling you, and I fall into this. I think everyone does. I did this. I was a raw foodist for a while. You know what I mean? So it's like when I say, like I, and I did, I did all the fast. I did fasting stuff. I used to do the master cleanse, you know? And so I, I've played with all those things. Um, and I think in order to do extreme things like long-term fast, raw foodism, <laughs> keto, <laughs> some forms of intermittent fasting, in order to do those things, you got to really buy into it. You know what I mean? Like you're really going to say, oh yeah, this is how I do it. Because raw foodism was so hard for me. You know what I mean? It was really, really hard to do it. Um, and I, But I bought into it. I bought into the whole concept and idea. And so it took me a long time to almost deprogram myself to realize, holy shit, I'm obsessed with food. Like all I did was think about food when I was a raw foodist. And so physically, I felt I felt pretty good physically. I'm not, you know, that, that was good. But um, mentally and emotionally, I was not in a good place, you know, because all I did was think about food like obsessively. And so I didn't like that. So- I think I think it's hard sometimes to take a step back from what we believe we have to do to lose weight, you know, what our beliefs are. If it's not working, if you're not happy, if everything's working well, then, then you leave it alone, okay? But if you're struggling and it's like things aren't working the way you want to, I think one of the best things you can do is take a step back and kind of start questioning, what do I think I need to do, you know? Um, because if it's something, because that's what I did with the raw food thing, I all of a sudden realized, I'll tell you the story, is I was driving to work one day and... Uh, I, I was just driving to work and all of a sudden I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do if I get a promotion? How am I going to celebrate? And I was like, holy shit, all I do is think about food. <laughs> and it was at that moment that I kind of snapped out of that train. I was like, I, I don't want to do this. It's just so stressful. And so I've helped so many people that over the years where it's like they have this, I got to do it this way. And um, if we can let go of that and start to look at it and say, okay, how do I want to do it? How can I master my way in a way that's comfortable and works for me? Right. It's like no one thinks to do that because the whole diet industry is basically someone saying, here's the plan. Now just follow it. Right. No questions asked. <laughs> just just do what I tell you to do. And it's like, again, that's a short term solution at best, you know, and usually it's not a plan that's made for us, you know. And so um, I think it's important that we start to make sure that whatever we're going to do resonates with us. That's why I'm programming myself then. There's literal blueprints, mindset blueprint, lifestyle blueprint, eating blueprint that are fill in the blank. You customize them to your 
genetics, preferences, lifestyle, because you have to figure out a way that works for you. And yeah, it takes a little bit longer than someone say, oh, here's your plan, but it fits you like a glove. You know, to put it in a different context, if I came up to you and said, okay, these are the types of movies you're going to watch from now on. Here's the music you're going to listen to from now on. Here's the clothes you're going to wear. This is the style you wear now. Then you'd be like, no, I'm, I'm a human being. I want to decide what I want to do, right? But when it comes to the food, like you're all too willing to say, oh, I'm gonna, no more carbs. Oh, I'm just going to stop eating for 16 hours. No more fat. I'm only going to eat meat now or whatever, you know? And so it's like, we're just so like, you know, just subservient almost. It's subservient. Mild. Just tell me what to do. You know, no way. You got to figure it out. You got to make sure it resonates with you. And so, Ava, that, that's a big deal. You know, I'm, I'm proud of you for that because you feel amazing now. So that's a good sign, right? Follow, let, let the path, let, let your, your guide, your North Star be feeling amazing. Hey, how about that, right? <laughs> that is part of what I was saying. When I'm talking about like weight loss is fun. It is fun. If you do it right, it's the, it's the most fun thing you can do. You know, if you're miserable, if you're following some shit ass plan that you hate, well, then that's not fun and it's probably not going to work and you probably shouldn't be doing it. It doesn't have to be some miserable thing to get it. It has to be miserable for you if you have to get results in this amount of time. And that's the dieting mindset. You know, the primary idea is that I've got a week to do this. <laughs> I got to get rid of all the weight in a week. And you're in such a rush that it forces you to do extreme things. But if you slow your process down a little bit, it, it, what do they say? People... Uh, overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year. And so if you start orienting yourself to longer term timeframes, you open yourself up to start following more sustainable strategies, you know, that are not only last longer, but they're more comfortable to start up. And, and that makes everything different. So great job, Ava. Uh, Josie says, I intermittent fast 16, eight, feeling better. Great. As long as that's working for you, Josie, great. Okay. But if it, doesn't work for you. If at some point you start dreading it, you start dreading those days when you're going to do that, then realize there's, you don't have to use like one thing, you know, that there's so many, there's so many different ways. I mean, all, all it takes to lose weight is reducing the calories. And there's 10 million ways to do that. And so, you know, if, if for whatever reason, intermittent fasting ends up being something you start dreading, you don't want to do, just shift over to something else that may work better for you. You know, if you keep that mindset, you walk yourself down a path of optimization and mastery where you create, you know, a strategy that works for you. I can tell you, I'm sitting here 30 years. I've dropped 54 pounds 30 years ago and I maintained it for 30 years. There was one little blip, you know, 12 years ago, but maintaining it for 30 years uh, without any diets, I, I don't even work out hard, right? And um, it's because I have mastered the eating piece of it. And I mastered the eating piece, you know, really is the three pieces, the mindset, lifestyle, and eating. But I have a full holistic strategy that really is built around me, resonates with me, so it's easy to keep it up. It's it's my own plan, <laughs> you know. Um, it's independent. Hi, Jim. Good to see you. Hope all is well with you and your family. Yeah, everything is going super great. It's super great. I gotta say, life's going good. Been busy, busy, busy times the last couple of weeks, uh, but things are kind of calming down a little bit. But yeah, everyone's doing great. Thanks for asking. Um, memes friend, I committed to waiting to get hungry for my next meal. Sure, I wouldn't get hungry. I did get hungry. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, that, that's a good way to do it, right? You know, now personally, like, I don't even wait for hunger. I, I structure my eating out, and I know there's two philosophies on that. That's why I say program yourself then. The golden rule is that there's no right or wrong. There's only what works for you, okay? And so, uh, you know, if, if feeling hungry and then eating works for you, cool. If structuring your eating so that you never get that hungry works for you, cool. Whatever works for you. I, I like that model because then it's just up to you. 
you know, whatever ends up happening. Uh, yeah, I love it. Hola, Gaditana Soy. Hola. Um, yeah, so, uh, so helpful. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Again, I, I love doing these cause it's, uh, I, I do these lives all the time, uh, just to kind of get the word out that there's another approach to weight loss that is not diet oriented. And I, I find that that's such a rare mindset. You know, people sometimes have such a hard time separating weight loss from dieting, you know? And, and so that's a, a harmful place to be because if, if you've tried losing weight, really what you've done is you've tried dieting. And if it hasn't worked, you start to believe that you can't do it. No matter what I do, I can't lose the weight. And what I always see is, is it's not that you can't lose the weight. It's that your strategy sucks. You know, the diet strategy is, it's so goofy. Like if I can reframe it for you, it's like, what else would you do? If like you wanted to get good at something, would you just jump in the first day, like being perfect with it? You know, like the average person starts a diet and the first day they're cutting 50, 60% of their calories down, out. And then they think they're going to maintain that calorie cut for as long as it takes to get to their goal weight, you know? And it's like, there's no sense of improvement, of starting slow and getting better at it. You know, there's no sense of growth, evolution, becoming a better version of yourself, developing strategies, skill, none of that. You know, people just want to like start on that day one and uh, that, that that's it. I'm a new person and I can see the appeal of it because it's fast and it's easy in a sense. You just, just do this now. Uh, but the reality of it and the actual effectiveness of it is not very good. And so it's, uh, it's, it's more important that you approach it slowly. You know, it's like, if you think about it, why do you not want to start a diet? You want to lose weight. You think about losing weight constantly and yet you don't find yourself actually starting a plan. Why is that? Right. The motivation and desire is there to want to lose weight, but you never actually start it. Well, why? Well, it's because the way you think you have to lose weight in your mind, it's a miserable, you don't want to do it. And so it gets to the point where you actually literally associate losing weight is painful, sucks, miserable, depriving, frustrating, annoying, you know? And so if that's how you think about weight loss, then you're going to avoid it subconsciously, which is why I tell you, you know, weight loss is fun. Weight mastery is more fun. It's enjoyable. And so you don't need to start perfect, right? That's the diet mindset is all or nothing, you know? And so you don't have to be all or nothing. You know, you want to be all or something, which the primary goal is to be go, go from nothing to something. That'll change your weight dramatically. <laughs> it's way easier. And then, you know, the random times when you got the energy, the focus and life's working with you, then you can go all sometimes. You're never going to be always all though. You, you got to get that out of your mind. You know, that's the, the delusion uh, that you, that you're believing, you know, that you're going to start on Monday and just be perfect. And then you're just going to stay perfect until you lose the weight. And then you're just going to keep the weight off. It's, it's, to, to be kind of honest, what's up, Don? I see you. Don't you say lunchtime is gym time? All right. I love that. Uh, yeah, the delusion that you're just going to, you know, if you really give it some thought, like what you think about weight loss, I think you're going to be shocked at what you find. Because there's a lot of vague ideas that, don't really hold up under much scrutiny. <laughs> the idea that you're just going to start one day totally eating different and you're just going to maintain that for weeks, months till you get to your goal weight and then you're just going to keep that up. Like what, when does that happen for you? 
<laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. And so, you know, it, I, to put it in a metaphor, I use this a lot, but I think it's instructive is it's like, if you want to play the piano and obviously say, Hey, I'm going to play the piano. And you're like, I'm going to start tomorrow. And you start tomorrow and you play eight hours, you know, practicing the piano. Sound, sounding good so far, right? You wake up the next day, then your fingers are like this. You ain't practicing the piano that day, <laughs> you know? And so that'd be, that'd be a stupid strategy to learn the piano, right? You overwhelm yourself. But what's happening when you, you're trying your diets? What's happening? How long are you sticking with it? I don't know that the estimates are accurate, but Brian Wansing from the Cornell Food Lab, he comes out with his stat. He says 39% of people can't make it past a week on a diet. 75% can't make it past a month. My experience is those numbers are probably low. I, I feel most people can't make it past a day. I wish I'd get that number, right? I mean, all Monday, I'm, I'm going to lose weight tomorrow. This is great until the afternoon hits, you know? So I'm not being, I'm not trying to be an asshole. <laughs> I want you to understand that. I'm just trying to point out something that seems it's like so, it's so obvious, but we get blind to things. You know, our brains are funny things. And so we just get blind to something. So I try and point it out because it's not like the worst, the saddest thing to me is that a lot of people, they've struggled to lose weight, but then they, again, they create that belief. Oh, it's me. No matter what I do, I can't, I can't lose the weight. And it's not, it's not a you thing. It's a strategy thing. And all of a sudden you have a better strategy. Oh, what do you know? You get better results. <laughs> That's my career. I've been doing this for 20 years professionally. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions and you get these people, it's always the same story, right? No one starts with a hypnotist, right? They end up with a hypnotist when nothing else works and they're stuck. And, uh, you know, it's just the same thing over and over. Well, tried everything, nothing works. And they start the program. Holy shit. Never thought of it this way. Never thought of it this way. Oh, never thought of that. Never thought of that. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I hear of all the time. And it's like, yeah, you didn't think of this stuff because you're trapped in a diet mindset. And once you free yourself you know, you're in this mental prison. It's, it's all the dieting. It's a dieting mindset. It's keeping you trapped. And as soon as you walk out that door, that's the irony. The door is wide open. You can walk out it, but you just don't think to. That's what I, I seek to do mostly with these lives is to get you to get you to walk outside that door and to realize, oh, shit, there's a whole other way to do this. You know, the dieting way is not the only way. I could take this on slowly, strategically, systematically create a mindset, a lifestyle, and an eating strategy that serves me forever, that allows me to live in my goalie for the rest of my life. That sounds better, doesn't it? <laughs> I had an extra meal today. I am panicking. Uh, okay, daydreamer. I, I wouldn't panic. You know, panic is not a good state to be in. You know, when we panic, it's a fight, flight, or freeze mode. You know, your sympathetic nervous system is activated. The blood goes from your brain down to your body. You're panicking. And uh, you don't think as clearly. So just relax. And what I would suggest is you look over, well, what happened? How'd you have an extra meal? You know, what, what, what led to that? See, most of the time when people make a mistake, they either go into denial or they beat themselves up about it. And in Program Yourself Thin, again, one of the core pieces of the program is the Program Yourself Thin technique. It's a two-minute self-hypnotic programming technique you use at night. And it's really two techniques. It's the redo technique and the rehearsal technique. And the redo technique is exactly for what you're talking about, where you, you look over the day, you go, oh, I made a mistake there. Oh, extra meal. Well, what's going on? I don't want to eat extra meals. How did that happen? And you learn. <laughs> you learn from your mistakes, right? So that you have better strategies moving forward. Uh, is that going to serve you better than panicking? Um, if you ate because hungry, no panic. Yeah, call, Don. Uh... 
I'm frustrated because I'm trying and it's very slow. I'm 65. It's true. It gets harder and harder. Uh, yeah, sure. You know, I would say, you know, it's the same thing I say to everyone, you know, when you, you get older, menopause, metabolic issues, hormonal issues, any of these physical types of things, I think it's extra important. I say this to everyone, but I think it's extra important in those situations that you really, really focus in on your lifestyle. And when I say lifestyle, I'm talking about eight specific things, your sleep, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. And if you start to get more of those into your life, your body starts to transform. And a lot of times that will resolve a lot of those things you thought were due to aging, hormones, metabolic stuff, insulin resistance, menopause, all of those things. You know, I'm not saying that there's obviously factors that make things easier or harder. I'm not, I'm not you know, I, I recognize that. However, a lot of times all those lifestyle factors I just said, when you start to implement those, they uh, balance those things out, make it easier. You know? I wish that good fitness influencers like you were in dialogue with fat activists because many of them believe in so many toxic myths. Uh, what do you mean by fat activists? Are you talking about like the body, like the body, um, I'm blanking on this, like the body positivity stuff? Is that what you mean? Because uh, if that's what you mean, like sometimes I find that I, I, I think about that a lot because like I, I think body shaming is, is the worst thing. I think there's there's no place for that. OK. Um, and then I think I think, you know, listen, we live in a culture. I think that we just go, we go, it's, it's all or nothing. Right. We go all over here. We go over here. And we just I don't know. I, I like kind of hold the middle ground with things. I, I feel like that's a good spot to be in. And so I, I like the sense of like getting rid of the the shame and the all the negative shit around being overweight. Because it makes me crazy. You know, one thing that drives me nuts about that is that, uh, you know, if you're overweight and it's directly because you're overeating, which is almost always why it's happening. You know, listen, like we all got vices. You know what I mean? And it just, it sucks because it's like that vice is just like, it's like transparent. You know what I mean? It's like, so, so we just see it, you know? And a lot of other vices you can kind of hide away. And so it's unfair. You know what I mean? Because everyone's got vices and shit. So it's, it's just, it bums me out that there's so much bullshit around the weight and it's not fair. It really is one of the, the last prejudices that's okay, you know? And and so I, I get all that stuff. But on the other hand, it's it's clearly, like, especially once you get into the obesity ranges, it's really, it's not healthy, you know? It, it's a big problem. And so there's that side of it too. And so I don't know, like, people always just have to kind of be able to, we're in such polar, right, society. And so it's like, you just have to be one side or the other. Uh, so, But if, if that is what you're talking about, I, I, I think about that a lot. Um, I wasn't, I had to stop myself from binging. Oh, you stopped yourself from binging. So, Adrian, again, if you can th th stop with the panicking, right? It's just it's just not helpful. Calm yourself down, relax, and look back on it. What happened? What led to it? What leads to most binges? Either you're you're over restricting and you're getting yourself too hungry, and then you're binging, or it's some emotional stuff, and you got emotional things you you don't know how to deal with genuinely, and so you turn to the food and the binging behaviors to get into that whole cycle of you know binging and then feeling ashamed of it. Because as painful as that is, it's better than dealing with the other emotional stuff. Those are usually the two big ones. I don't know if those are applicable to you, but either way, the panicking is not helping at all. You know, so you calm down and relax. You say, I don't want to eat an extra meal. You know, again, you, you reaffirm that. You don't want an extra meal. You want to have more control over your eating and your weight and all the rest of it. And so you ask yourself, how did that happen? And again, th there's something led to that. Binging doesn't just happen. We're, we're all, listen, we're all running subconscious programs that kind of, you can think of like subconscious recipes we're following to bring us to the behavior that we end up doing. 
And what a lot of programming itself then is becoming aware of those processes so that we can change them. And, uh, you know, that, so, so it'd be a lot more beneficial to you to kind of look over how, how you came to do that. What was going on there? Where were you at mindset wise? Where were you at emotionally? Where were you at hunger wise? You know, when that happened and then learn something from it so you can prevent it in the future more strategically. Um, yeah, see, Don knows. Good job recognizing it wasn't a real, real need. Um, Michikan, how you doing? Um, body positivity is not the same as fat activist. Oh, okay. What what is a fat activist? I guess I don't know what a fat activist is. Um, user Kim Jim Jam. I'm fat and I hate myself. Um, yeah, that happens a lot. You know, it sucks. It's uh, you know, you're 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 not your weight. You know, and I know that sounds, you know. You're, you're not, though. You know what I mean? Technically, you're more than your weight because you could change your weight. You know what I mean? Like, like you put weight on, you can lose weight. So you're obviously you're not your weight. So um, but I get it. You know, sometimes sometimes it's the flip side around. We hate ourselves. So we're fat. You know what I mean? And so I am a big believer that, again, program yourself is an inside out approach to changing your weight. And I believe that inside piece is the most important piece. And so sometimes if like we hate ourselves we'll put the weight on to punish ourselves. I know it sounds weird, sounds crazy. Subconscious mind isn't logical and rational. Listen, if your subconscious mind was logical and rational, and your subconscious mind is controlling your, hold on, you got a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. The subconscious part of your mind is the part who runs your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Your conscious mind is your logical, rational part that wants you to lose weight, knows what you should do, tries to get you to do it. That's where your willpower is. And so what most people do to try and lose weight is try to use their conscious mind to force themselves to fight against their subconscious behaviors and uh, change what they're doing. And it usually lasts for a little while until you get tired, bored, distracted, and then you just go back to doing what you always did. However, part of that subconscious programming is what you think about yourself. And if you hate yourself, again, we can use, we put the weight on just to punish ourselves and keep ourselves in that loop. Now, that's just one example. I'm not saying that's what's happening to you, but it's a way to start to recognize a different way of approaching this whole thing, you know, looking at it a little differently. I think when you start to look at it subconsciously oriented, you look at that first, it, it explains things a lot more than the explanations you have now. Because yeah. right now you don't even know. You have no fucking clue. You don't know why. You don't know how to lose weight. You don't know why you're gaining weight. You don't know why you keep overeating. You have no idea. You know that's the biggest problem you've got, and that's because the diets never teach you any of the mindset stuff. They're just telling you what to do, and you try and do it, and it doesn't work. And you say, "What the fuck? What's wrong with me?" Well, you're not changing anything on the inside. How are you just? You know, that's what I'm trying to say. Like this idea that some Monday's going to come and you're just all of a sudden going to act like a completely different person, like. What is it? It's like saying, like, it's like uh, one day you're going to wake up and, you know, be a basketball player if you never play basketball. Uh, you know what I mean? Like one day I'm going to wake up and I'm just going to write with my other hand. That's That's actually what it's kind of like, right? Because you have a general, you have like an a, a, a informational sense of how to do it, right? I know how to write. I'll just write with my other hand starting tomorrow. Will you? <laughs> From now on, I'm going to do everything with my other hand. I'm going to brush my teeth with my other hand. I'm gonna do it. No, you're not. You know, if you really commit to it, I guess you could do it, but it would take a commitment and training of yourself. And that's a way more accurate way to think about it. You're just, you have such a, a limited understanding of how to change your behavior. You think consciously you're just going to willpower and just change it all at once. And you're not, it's, it's not a you thing. It's a bad strategy. Um, Jamie says, I'm at a healthy weight in BMI, but do not have body positivity. Oh, that's a whole thing, right? That That's a whole thing. And you know that I think I blame a lot of that on the culture, especially if you're a woman. I think, you know, you're just constantly bombarded with these images of, you know, perfection 
so that no matter what you situation you're in, you feel shitty about yourself. I, I you know, there's a, a PY, a program yourself thing coach that I certified last year, and she was a competitive bodybuilder um, in the past. I said, what was it like, you know, right when you're about to go on stage and, you know, for a woman, she would get in the single digit body fat, you know, which is really low for a woman. I said, what would it be like that moment? I'm like, how did you feel about your body and everything? And she goes, I'd feel th just the same. I feel like shit about it. Cause I would, as, as I got more and more perfect with my body, I became more and more aware of every tiny little flaw. You, you see what I mean? So that whole process of feeling bad about our body is relative. You could lose all the weight and do everything perfect and you could still find things that you're not happy with, you see? So it really is this inside game of changing how you think about yourself and in just so many different ways because we can't rely on the outside changing so much and so perfectly that we're all of a sudden just thrilled and over the moon with ourselves, you know? This is why people put, they put weight on all, they lose the weight and then they put it back on, you know? So, so just losing the weight doesn't mean that you're going to... Uh, just because you lose weight doesn't mean you're all of a sudden thrilled with yourself and happy. You know, it, it's not, it doesn't dictate that. It's an inside out job more than it is an outside in job, I believe. You know, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Please know you're beautiful so you can achieve your goal. No, nope. I've done everything. Nothing has worked. That is not true. <laughs> I just, I just say, you know, like again, I hear that all the time and it's just, it's just not true. And I don't even know you and I know it's not true because I've heard this for 20 years and I'm not, I'm not here being an asshole. What I'm saying is you, you've tried all the diets, perhaps all, all the, the popular diets, but you have to understand these diets aren't there to help you lose weight. You know, all the big diets you know about are owned by big food companies. Did you know Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz? Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. The company that owns Atkins food products, the same company that owns Onions, pretzels, and Cinnabon. The company that owns Slim Fast was owned by the same company that owns Ben and Jerry's ice cream, Unilever. Do you really think they want you to not eat their shitty processed foods? Do you think that? Because I don't. And uh, I think what they do is they constantly give you like one tactic to lose weight and they never teach you the mindset piece of how to lose weight. And so maybe you've done mindset work. I don't know, you know, but if you haven't done mindset work, then you should commit to from this point forward. Stop saying you've tried everything because saying I've done everything and nothing has worked makes you feel powerless. And it's just it's incorrect. If it was correct, I'd be saying something different. But I know you haven't tried everything. So don't say that because it makes you feel powerless and it's just not true. Uh, and to prove it, you can go to my bio and click that link and you don't even have to buy my program. But you, I, I give you a free hypnosis session. You, you'll see it's up in the links. Go get that free hypnosis session. And once you opt in for it, I give you a training, three steps to master your weight and watch it. If you do that, I think you'll quickly realize, oh, I haven't done any of these things. <laughs> you know? That, that's what I believe, you know. Uh, it takes time, but it'll work. I lost 28 kilograms last three years. I've been where you are. Yeah. Listen to Miss Independent. Listen to people like that, you know. Find people that have gotten the results you've gotten, the better in your situation, have gotten the results you want. It, it'll make you feel better. How? Fastic app helps me a lot. Fastic. All right, I never heard of that one. For starters, remove timelines. Yep, stop doing things for sole purpose of weight loss. Don. <laughs> Don, there's the money. There it is. Uh, by walking, drinking a lot of water, eating healthy. I was 89 kilograms, now 54. You can too. You can. I and mean, you absolutely can. I, I know, again, it seems hard because think of the diets, right? It's, I always say metaphorically, right? Say you want to do a lap around a track. 
the dieter like starts that out just sprinting full on as fast as they can go. I, I, like more accurately, it's like you're running, you know, to run a, a mile, it's four laps around the track, right? So say you're going to run a mile. That's, that's the goal. And the dieter is like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. And they just like sprint, right? And they get like a quarter around the track and then they just collapse, you know? And they go back to the starting line and they go, okay, good. And they sprint and they run out of thing, you know? And it's like, that's what you're doing with the diets, you know? Is you just, you're just like, and you just not get it. You don't get anywhere because you blast through all your energy. You're doing too much too quick. You're just so impatient. I suggest you, you know, you look at how long you've been impatient and maybe start to reframe that and bring a little more patience into the process. So, uh, yep. So yeah, it's like hundred percent. Uh, it was a slow process, but it worked. I started by 10,000 steps a day and gradually kept it up. This independent. That's awesome. I didn't know your story. That's, that's a huge, that's so awesome. What a great story. Hey, Casey. Hello. Uh, Lizzie, not yet. Walking absolutely helps. Walking does help. And, you know, I, I was just talking to a client this about this. I think it's important that you, that, that's why I say, like, when I talk about the lifestyle habits, I say movement, okay? Now, exercise is a subcategory of that, but it's not the only thing. And so you don't have to exercise. And I think if you start looking at walking, dancing, martial arts, uh, you know, hiking, anything where you're moving your body, anything, and that has some context to it. Like, like if you go dancing, for example, there's a lot of context to that movement. It's not just about moving. It's not like being on a treadmill. It's, uh, you know, you're doing something. Walking, I, I love walking because I love just being outside and, and I like it. And so when you start to realize it's not just about calories burned, it's about doing something that makes you feel good, moving your body, just simple. I, I think it, it really makes you realize you have to get outside of that calorie thing, you know, and realize there's all sorts of benefits you know, to, to whatever you're doing. Now, again, it's different. I, I was just doing a call with someone and we were talking about dancing. And this is a person, you know, after COVID happened or whatever, they, they kind of just been locked into where they live a lot. You know, they, they're homebound a bit. And so going to a dance class has so many other benefits than just moving your body and burning calories. It's being around other people. It's learning dance steps. It's feeling part of a group. It's feeling alive, feeling, you know, sexy and attractive and moving in different ways. So, you want to think in a bigger way. And when you start thinking that way, weight mastery not only becomes a lot easier, but it's, it's more fun. Again, I, I just, I, I know I say this all the time, but the way I'm mastering my weight is a complete holistic system, mindset, lifestyle, eating strategies. And I love it. Like I love it. I, I just love it. It's personal development too. Uh, but I love all of those components to it. I love the mindset pieces, the lifestyle pieces, the eating pieces of it. I love all of them. And so you can do the same thing. If you orient and, and if the North Star that you're aiming at is not just weight loss, but weight loss in a way that's enjoyable, comfortable, and easy for me to do. And you say, well, ah, how do you do that? Well, you got to figure it out, but you got to ask those questions. You know what I mean? That's got to be the goal. The goal can't just be, how can I lose weight as fast as possible? Well, that answer is going to be probably you know, synonymous with the most miserable way possible too, right? It's kind of one and the same. Uh, and then thanks, Jim. I've struggled with, yeah. Well, great job. That that's so awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, you haven't done it yet. Positive mindset. You know, this entire health deal is on my weight for years. Now I know walking works for me. I recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I walk daily. Fresh air is so good for mindset. 
Could my fear of loose skin subconsciously sabotage my weight loss? Yes, Casey, absolutely it could. You know? And I really believe I really believe in that. I, I make videos like that all the time where I say the reasons you don't want to lose weight. And they're, they're always subconscious. Let me take it a step further. You might not like this, but I'm going to say it. I found it to be true. That you weigh what you want to weigh. You weigh what you want to weigh subconsciously. I can't tell you the number of women that I have worked with that have had some trauma in the past related to a man, sexual trauma, um, rape, that, that, that whole you know, universe, orbit. And what happens is they create the subconscious belief, I'm going to put the weight on so that I'm invisible to men, so I don't have to deal with it, F from attention to assault. And that's the strategy they use to avoid that. So I use that as one example, that if you are overweight, there's almost guaranteed to be sub subconscious reasons why you want to be overweight. You know, um, The most basic one is if you've been overweight for a while, you may hate it, but you're familiar with it. You know, Your brain is a status quo machine. Your brain's a prediction machine. So it wants to maintain the status quo so it can predict the future more accurately. When all of a sudden you change your weight, you change your reality. It, it sounds great in one sense, and it is, but it's also disorienting in another sense. So yeah, this, the loose skin is a, is a great example of that. And so what you want to do is you want to go right at that. You don't want to ignore it. You don't want to pretend. That's what the pro program itself is all about. It's about really bringing these subconscious ideas to the surface and then dealing with them. And so that's one of them. And so you have to ask questions, am I going to choose to have be overweight or am I going to choose to potentially have loose skin and deal with that? You know? And that's that's the question. And that's where you start from. And I don't know what your answers would be, but but at least now you're in the game. You don't even now you're asking real questions. As independent Jim, your mindset has helped me so much how to maintain my weight. So grateful to you. That makes me so happy. Again, that, that's why I do this. I'm really I'm I'm proud of you. What, what an accomplishment you've done. And I'm thrilled to be able to be here to help you kind of solidify your your mindset. Um Hey, look at that. HLK, thanks for the roses. Going for a walk. Thank you, Jim. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, everyone, I got to get out of here. Got a call coming up. Um, if you are on here, uh, go check out my bio. Go click that link. Check out that program. It's the program and a half right there. And uh, yeah, also on that page, you can get a free hypnosis session. So you see up at the top links there. Uh, go check it out. And uh, you can obviously TikTok. I'm always putting new videos out. I got a bunch of new ones coming. Uh, do lives all the time. The podcast, go listen to the podcast. It's blowing up. <laughs> Program yourself thin. It is uh, on all the major platforms. And uh, yeah, so every day I got new episodes up. And then there's YouTube, Jim Katsoulis YouTube. Uh, you can go see a bunch of stuff I have up there as well. All right, everyone, have a super day and we'll talk soon. Bye.